Hello and welcome into another end zone edition of the WTOC Sports Podcast. I'm sports director Lindsey Goff here with our digital anchor Jake Wallace. Jake, we got another week in the books. What is this? The fourth week of high school football now? Yeah, it'll be it's been a month. Week three, so that makes it the Four. fourth week. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We're we're a full month into the season when the games kick off. We're recording this Thursday afternoon when they kick off tonight on Thursday. And it hasn't quit raining yet. So shout out to everyone that has weathered the weather this season. Uh, let's lead off this, I guess, with a shout out to our play of the week winner. Came from Calvary Day. Jake, were you at that game last I week? I was at that game. I shot this play. Yeah. yeah. You want to walk us through it? Yeah. Merklinger, <laughs> Jake Merklinger finding big Michael Smith over the middle. Um, this was the go-ahead and game-winning mm-hmm. touchdown. Um, really just great play. It was a, a tremendous throw from Merklinger. And then Smith, who is, I think, listed six foot four, six foot five, Yeah, Casual. finger Fingertip catch on the run, pulling away from defensive backs. I, I said on Monday, a, a, a man that big shouldn't be able to run that fast. And, and he did, and... <laughs> That was It's helpful that it can. It was it was the it was just a tremendous play. It was. Just great execution between two high level players and really the whole team because to give Merklinger time, the offensive line had to do mm-hmm. a really good job there. So uh just a standout play. Go ahead touchdown ends up being the game winning touchdown as that game gets called in the third quarter. Uh but Calvary stays undefeated. They beat Eagles yep. Landing. And those guys are both juniors. That's a fun duo and we're gonna see that for at least this season and next. Yeah. So uh, before we move on to this week, let's talk about some of the standouts we may have seen last week. Um, one that I want to shout out was a Thursday night game, so it's a week ago. Portal beating Robert Toombs. They're still undefeated. The Panthers 3-0 and for the first time since 2005, mm-hmm. I believe. And there's a number of these teams all across the state, but especially here in South Georgia, yeah. Southeast Georgia, that are kind of off to – uncharacteristic starts you look at portal at three and oh um brian county's off to they were also on my list yeah so 40 to 14 over wheeler county last week and so some life kind of being breathed into these programs that have needed it for a long time some coaches getting some things turned around over there off to good starts that's always fun to see yep uh quick shout out to brian county uh austin clemens Rushed for 171 yards, three touchdowns, seven tackles, and a sack that, and he returned a fumble for a touchdown. That's that's a solid outing. All it's around play <laughs> from that young man. Yes. Anybody else you want to mention before we move on? I was going to go Effingham County bouncing back with a big yes. win at Statesboro Friday night in a game that I thought was going to be really close. I thought this this was going to be two teams that were. Mm-hmm. You know, going to battle it back and forth, especially Statesboro coming off that big win at the Irk Russell Classic. Yep. And Effingham County just kind of controlled that game um, on the road, and that's a big win for John Ford. And then how about the Groves Rebels, folks? 28 nothing over Savannah. Shut up. Their first non-forfeit win since 2018. Calvin Wells got the Rebels a victory. That's a... you love to see it. That's a big-time deal for for those kids because there are kids on that program that haven't tasted a victory, haven't mm-hmm. seen what a win feels like. This one was was like every other game in Savannah, lightning shortened. Of course. But what hasn't been this season, honestly? <laughs> a win is a win. Good for Groves. Glad to see um, that. And, and that team, they've... 
they've been there. They're one and one uh, this season. Lost to Brantley County, who's undefeated. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a game that they were competitive in for a, for a little while. So Groves go, has got some things going. It looks like possibly they go to Claxton this week. So should yeah. be a fun game. Uh, moving on to this week, our WTOC End Zone Game of the Week is Battery Creek at Savannah Christian. That one was supposed to be at Battery Creek. Their field is still undergoing renovations, so I think their home opener, I think it's supposed to be against Whale Branch now. It got pushed back a week. So they've moved this one to Pooler, so they will face Savannah Christian 2-0, and Battery Creek coming in at 1-2. and First meeting ever between these yes. schools in football. So I couldn't that- believe that. I- I mean, I can, I guess, but yeah. it seems like our South Carolina teams play these Savannah teams yeah. fairly often, so I was kind of surprised. Yeah, good to see, though, another, uh, a new, um, matchup. a new matchup. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Battery Creek, you mentioned one and two this season. They've got a win over Ridgeland Hardyville. Savannah Christian, though, they've just rolled this season, yeah. outscoring their opponents by 110 points. They've allowed just season. 13 points. That, That's it. Is that bad? It's that, very good. Is that good? It's good for them. It's good. It's not good if you're high Islands s- or Hilton Head Christian. High score. Did I break it? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not good if you're the other team. Uh, they're coming off a bye. So Battery Creek took a week one loss at Hilton Head. That one had gotten rain delayed from a Friday. It was played Saturday morning. They beat Richland Hardyville, like you mentioned, 39 28. Then they took a loss at Calhoun County last week, 32 23. Uh, Savannah Christian has rolled. They beat Hilton Head Christian 54-7 to and Island 69-6. to All right, so here's a, a fun fact that's probably only fun to me, but I, <laughs> I felt like I had to mention it. So this is Battery Creek's fourth game, correct? The Battery Creek Dolphins. Yes. Okay. This will be the fourth game in a row for Battery Creek that it has been an all-NFL mascot showdown. It was Dolphins. Where do you get these stats? That is that is a real thing. <laughs> Go back through that schedule again. It was Battery yeah. Creek, Hilton Head, so yeah. Dolphins, Seahawks. Yeah. Then it was Battery Creek and Ridgeland Hardyville. Ridgeland Hardyville. So you had Dolphins and Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You had Battery Creek and Calhoun County. Calhoun County. They're the Saints. Okay. In week three, and now we get Battery Creek, Savannah Christian, the the Dolphins, and the Raiders. Wow. Four straight weeks of NFL matchups here. For the Battery Creek Dolphins. There you go. Talk about strength of schedule. So that is our game of the week. That will lead off our end zone coverage on Friday night. Um, we've got some other fun matchups, though. Jake, how about uh, St. John's Christian visiting Thomas Hayward? This is a rematch of two uh, teams that were in the Class A semifinals of Skiza last year. Mm-hmm. This matchup was a regular season matchup, but these both teams went to the semifinals. Right. Thomas Hayward won at 34-7 last year, and... The Rebels have just kind of seemed to go about their business like they always do. Winning, <laughs> winning football games. games. Yep. More business as usual. So our Low Country reporter, Tyler Mannion, is stopping by that one for us. If you see him, say hello. Uh, another fun game we've got. Uh, this one, I think, might be one of the most exciting in Georgia this weekend. Uh, BC visiting Ware County. Yeah, this is going to be a great matchup down at Memorial Stadium in Waycross. A yeah. top five, uh, a matchup of two top five teams in their respective classes mm-hmm. in the state. Of course, BC still holding on to the number one spot in Class AAA after a big win over Westminster uh, last week. That game again called in the third quarter due to lightning. BC is still rinse and repeat. Yeah, BC they played is, what four quarters of football uh, at home. Yes, they've played. <laughs> they have not played a full game at home just yet. But Ware County's two and zero. Oh, 
uh, coming off a win in Milledgeville last week over Baldwin, 41-3. to mm-hmm. Jason Strickland's a really good coach. Um, Danny Britt is a really good coach. They both are always going to have their teams not just prepared, but in really good physical shape. Yeah. Um, these two guys know each other going back a long way from when Strickland was the head coach at Fitzgerald. And BC was kind of making their first title run under Danny Britt. They they squared off in Class AA a bunch. So I'm looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be a, a lot of fun and, and should be another really good test for Benedictine. This Ware County team is not going to be um, – they're not going to be interested in, in Benedictine's ranking or being a defending state champion or anything like Which, that. Ware County is number three and five. Eight, well, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. But – and. This Memorial Stadium is a really cool atmosphere, and it's going to be the packed. Memorial Stadium, not in Savannah. Yes, by the, the way. Memor- Memorial Stadium <laughs> in Waycross is is a really cool place to watch a high school football game. It's going to be packed. This should be a really fun game. If you're looking for one to go to on Friday night, you've got you know nothing going on. You want to go check out a high school football game? Head down to Waycross. Go check yeah. out BC Ware County. That'd be my suggestion. They both also graduated very talented quarterbacks that are now playing on Saturdays and replaced them with more talented quarterbacks. So it, you know it says a lot, I think, about these programs and uh, the caliber of kids that they have. Um, some other notables that we've got: we've got the Georgia Florida Border Classic happening in Glenn County starting Thursday, going through Saturday. They've got a ton of teams coming in. That all gets underway today. If you're listening on Thursday, um, if you're listening on Friday, it's continuing on. So we've got several teams uh, playing down at Glenn County Stadium. Yeah, um, this has been, I think, something that kind of has been in the works for for yeah, a little while, yeah. and and something that that. The folks in these parts of the the states have wanted to see, and it just makes sense. Right. Um, they've got that great facility, Glen County Stadium, that's going to host all these games, seven games over the course of uh, three days between Thursday and Saturday, um, and big name programs, yep. big name programs from both sides of the state. I mean, not not just here, not just the the, right. the Glen Academies, the Brunswick's, the Richmond Hills, but you're adding Fitzgerald from from kind of southwest Georgia coffee who yep. kind of fringy here for us in Savannah. But you look on the Florida side, Madison County, Bowles, Baker County, mm-hmm. these are big time programs in the state of Florida coming over to Brunswick to play. Um it there's gonna be a lot of really good football that that's gonna be and a lot of players that are probably going to be playing on Saturday. Yeah. Thursday night, we got MCA West Nassau. That's the 4.30 game. Creekside Glen Academy supposed to be at 7.30. We'll see. Um, so, or Friday, excuse me. We've got, what, Charlton County, University Christian. That's at 5. Bowles and Brunswick at 8. And then Saturday, we've got Fitzgerald and Madison County at 2. Coffee County, St. Augustine at 5. Richmond Hill, Baker County at 8 p.m. So that's a lot of real good football down oh, there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and And – these kids, these aren't rivalry matchups, but I think there will be a little bit of chippiness. When you're playing to represent your state, I yeah. think it's something like this. It's not a rivalry, but, like, it kind of is. Because you always mm. hear the, like, where do better athletes come from, Georgia or Florida? Well, go out and prove it. Yeah, I, I think for for games that are going to have not really a whole lot of bearing on anything that happens – in terms of the right. rest of the season, region and state playoff races, 
I bet some of these games will be pretty intense. I bet there will yeah. be some some chippiness. There will be some high. I mean, there's going to be high level football regardless. But I bet there will be a little bit of kind of that late season feel to some of these games. Well, I'm heading down there tonight, so we'll have at least some of that action for you on air and online. Jake, any other notables you wanted to touch on? No, I think this is just for for we we mentioned this earlier, Lindsay. This is not a great slate of games this isn't there's no like marquees it it is not the best slate of games for the week but there are some that we that i am really looking forward to and that i think it'll be a good litmus test Mm -hmm. for for where some of these programs stand and i still you know i'm I'm looking forward to this game in pooler battery creek savannah christian i think it's really interesting i'm looking forward to to bc Ware county especially and there's a there's a couple games on here you mentioned groves going to claxton I'm, i'm excited to go over there and see uh, the Tigers coming off um, another win yep. last week against Hawkinsville, and Groves will be coming in off a win for the first time in four years. So uh, th- there's a couple games on the slate that, that I really do think will be cool to see what happens in. Should be a fun one. Make sure you watch the end zone on Friday night at 11.20 on WTOC. If you see us on the sidelines, say hello. For Lindsey Goff and Jake Wallace, thank you for listening. Be sure and download and subscribe, and we'll talk to you next week.